You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Like someone who's experienced in the bedroom. Yes. Found younger women to be less nurturing than older women. You really are anti-younger women, is what this, this is, is turning this, out. This is, this is not a younger... I'm not anti-younger This is a younger woman. woman bashing. No, it is not. Really, fuck games, date cougars, and <laughs> screw the younger women. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And what better way to celebrate Mother's Day than to have a nice sex talk with my mother? That is a great way to celebrate it. And if we're not talking about sex, we can be talking about other things. Moot, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. I appreciate that, son. You are a great son. I am very, very honored to have you as a mother, which I'll get into in this episode. My friends who are listening, this is an interesting episode. Uh, We decided to do a little something uh, unconventional. We're going to read from my mother's book, Fuck Games, Date Cougars. It's her newest release. Woohoo! It's available on Amazon or on sextalkwithmymom.com. And I'm very excited to talk to you about that. But before we do, I uh, wanted to give you the opportunity, if you'd like, since it is Mother's Day, to share mom's news. Mom's news, mom's news. I've got some great mom's news today. As a matter of fact, this is from one of our patrons, Nate. Thank you, Nate. Gave me a little article from the Calgary... Calgary Herald. I have a hard time pronouncing Calgary. Yeah, you've tried um, that a couple times now. Calgary Herald. And apparently it's someplace that I think I need to go one of these days. It's I get, Calgary is a city in Alberta, correct? correct? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering what's going on with you. <laughs> like you called, got like 50% of the words out of your mouth. Well, one of the, once I get tied up with one and it tends to spill over into the others. You okay. want to take a deep breath or something? No, I'm ready to go. Okay, of course. I, I, I guess when I get excited about something, I, I start stammering. All right, so what's the news? Mom's news, mom's news. Cannabis extracts are showing potential in making people more resistant to the novel coronavirus as an Alberta researcher leading a study. What better mom's news can I give out than to think about cannabis fighting the dreaded coronavirus? Do you I think we should all happy. just get fucking stoned and we'll solve our corona issues i think that i've been waiting for this research and it came to me on mother's day wow Uh, okay so after sifting through 400 cannabis strains researchers at the university of lethbridge are concentrating on about a dozen that show promising results in ensuring less fertile ground for the potentiality for the potential potentially lethal virus to take root said the biological scientist dr of course, he's got a name like this. Dr. Igor Kovalchuk. Igor. 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 Either, either Igor, Igor, whatever it is. I love this guy. A number of them have reduced the number of these virus receptors by 72%. The chance of getting it is much lower, said Kovalchuk. If they can reduce the number of receptors, there's much less chance of getting infected. So basically, you burn all the cilia in your lungs with smoking weed, and then it won't get infected because it's already dead and dying from the from the weed, it won't get infected by the coronavirus. That's what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, I guess it's still unclear in blocking the novel coronavirus, but there's a balance between the cannabis components, THC, CBD. I don't even care as long as... It's, <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy they're not saying don't smoke anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm not hoping start. this is not the green light for you to just start smoking all the fucking time. It's not, and I'm certainly not telling D's about this. Um, anyway... But it's generally the anti-inflammatory properties of high CBD content that have shown most promising. Uh, he added, now, that doesn't really do it for me because it never really helped my pain as much. But the, the higher, we focus on the higher CBD because people can add, take higher doses and not be impaired. But okay. I, like being, I like being impaired. <laughs> but the, the study under the uh, Canada license using artificial human 3D tissue models have been seeking seeking ways to hinder the highly contagious novel coronavirus from finding a host in the lungs, intestines, and oral cavity. I am thrilled. Now, 
granted, they've got a ways to go. I'm very happy for you. I'm, I, I'm, I'm proud I, of you. I'm, I think this is a, might as well be a, a birthday or a holiday for you. It is a Mother's Day gift. Now, it's it's a balancing act. Okay, so the, you have to decide, are you, do you really like use the, the cannabis to make you relaxed and enjoy life bet more? And if you're depressed, do you need it? Versus like, are you causing damage to your lungs? But now they're saying that maybe it's a, it's a mutual symbiotic cure okay. <laughs> for both problems. All right. That's Mother's News. Mom's News, Mom's News. Mom's very happy with the news. I would like to read a listener text at this point. Okay. <clears throat> this says, this is how I started my day, by the way, on Friday. Um, the, and I'll just preface this by saying, uh, leading into Friday, the night Thursday night, I tried to sleep, but of course, you know, for whatever reason, my body and mind decides to create a business plan at 4 a.m., so I got about oh. three hours of sleep. Uh, so I woke up to this wonderful text. Okay, just I I think I know what text this was, and I saw it, and I could not wait for your response. This says, "Just starting to listen to you both." Started with number three hundred. Um, the son sounds like an entitled little shit, and needs to let his mother just speak. I don't know if I'm going to listen any longer because the little shit, he's really annoying. Sorry, I tried. Probably shouldn't have started at 300 and then with the fucking shrugging face. Um, when I read that, I just could not wait for your response. I mean, I, I had my own feelings about it, but I wanted to hear what you had to say. So I responded, nah, you're right. I was feeling pretty frustrated and snippy with her that day. Honestly, that's been my state of mind a fair amount recently. So you might not want to continue on. Thanks for the feedback. Oh, you told me you might not want to continue on. I, I <gasps> honestly. Yeah, you know, this is the it, state it, of mind I'm in. I don't yeah. know. I get frustrated with you. Was I just getting frustrated? It's Mother's Day, and I was just getting frustrated with you. I'm watching myself, but something in me gets frustrated when I see you drag on this Mother's News that I want to move on. You wait. This is the. This is the. You, you're now upset about the mom's news. Was too I didn't. Long? I, it's Mother's Day, so I didn't want to like cut you off or anything like that. This was but great s- fucking news, Cam. We had. To, I think had it could have been it- a, a good three minutes shorter than what it was. No, no, because this is this is something that we need to analyze and make sure that it works for most people. I didn't see. Uh, I I got the point, and then I was ready to move on. I didn't see there was a, a real profound conversation coming from. But it. because of this, did the listener say what his name was? No, uh, but I'm we, we're going to call him Negative Ned, Mister Negative Ned. I mean, I appreciate you saying "shut up and listen to me" because very few people uh, tell Cam to shut up and listen to his mother, which is awesome, but not at his expense of calling him an entitled little shit because he's not. I think he, I was actually acting like one. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think he so ever was just kind of why. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wanted to take this opportunity. I think Ned, uh, if anything highlights a very important point, which is that sometimes I'm not the kindest to you. Even though I'm treating you with as much love as I could muster for anyone, I um, sometimes I do not treat you with the utmost kindness and, and respect. And on Mother's Day, I'd like to apologize for that. For that. Oh, thank you for apologizing. But it's not, not necessary because you always apologize whenever you get snippy with me and it's not necessary to to make a blanket apology. Most of the stuff I feel when okay, there's two different things going on. One is how you get frustrated when I don't do technology the way you'd like me to um, <laughs> mm-hmm. utilize it. Yeah, before then, every show. Before every show, it causes yeah. great anxiety whether or not. And I don't even know right now. I I this is possible that I fucked something up in this recording. Right. What our listeners okay. don't realize is that pretty much every recording I have to troubleshoot in some way, either getting on the mics with her or afterwards editing out for hours on end <laughs> all of the overlapping recording that she has somehow screwed up. But um, I, I, I literally get scared because I'm like, oh my God, I, I, we're going to go through this whole recording, especially if we've got a phenomenal guest that we've been waiting for. And then I do something to fuck it up mm. on somewhere when I have to send it to you or something didn't record right or something, I the double, double sounds come out. Anyway, my point is that you're very, to me, that's very tolerant. And also, 
a lot of the stuff that goes on between us is the shtick. I mean, this is just our dynamic that you get frustrated with me and you go on a rant and that makes me laugh. And I don't take anything personally because I read The Four Agreements by John, Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay, well, I hope, I hope that you know that it's all through love. And yes, it is, I do. Yeah, and it's, it, I imagine like two little lion cubs f- fighting and biting each other. They're, they're, they're playing with each other. Yeah. That's so exactly I hope you it. know that this is, this is the mentality that I have. I actually, I, it is Mother's uh, wait, Day. Wait, am I a little lion cub and you're a little lion cub? Well, two little lion cubs. In fact, okay. if anything, I'm more of the, uh, parental lion. You, you yes. have a bigger, you have a bigger roar. Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, I, I wanted. I actually, it is Mother's Day, and I wanted. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do something that I, I. I think we might have done in the past, but I wanted to re, re redo, uh, which is. I know you're a big fan of acronyms, as you've redefined the term cougar. Confident, old, genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Yes. Go ahead. So I, I, I would like to uh, do an acronym for Moot on Mother's oh, Day. Moot. Well, people don't even know why you call me Moot in the first place. Uh, it's based on a Willy Wonka uh, situation. Yeah, where you, you that and little your brother. fat little German boy would call his mother Mooty. That's Augustus Gloop. Yes. And uh, see, how can I remember Augustus Gloop? And I could not tell you what I did yesterday in the uh, afternoon. I, seriously, I, I don't understand that. How is possible? Go on. I, I'm I'm similar actually, although I couldn't remember Augustus Gloop. So it, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Uh, so this is what moot stands for in my mind. Millennial. Young, that is like a very young spirit. You keep me young. And I think you keep a lot of our listeners young. I keep you young. Yeah. You basically have forced me out to TikTok, which... I know. I am a very big TikToker. I'm a big fan of the talk. You're a huge talker. And it's very fun. You make it, it makes you very fun to be around. You're not, you're not like an old crotchety bat but I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to deal with this shit again? Uh, thank you. I appreciate that you find that uh, entertaining and it's not annoying. It's very fun to be around. Oh, I, I love that you. aspect of you. Thank you. The O stands for optimistic. This is true, too. You get us into a lot of wild situations. <laughs> I'm the cautious one. I'm the one saying, no, don't go fucking talking to Howie Mandel right now. You just relax for one second. And you don't give a flying fuck. You're optimistic. You're like, no, no, he's going to love me. I'm going to go and do that. Yeah. You you get us into countless wild scenarios that you it spices up both of our lives and definitely our listeners' lives. By uh, being, I, I think it's very thank inspirational. Thank you. I think it comes with 54321. Yes, this is exactly it. Mel Mel Harris. Mel I mean, and here we go. Mel Robbins. Who the hell's Mel Harris? What <laughs> the always, fuck was that? And you, I you always about, call you talk about Mel Robbins every episode. I don't I know, understand and how I, you oh, just called her Mel Harris. Because I think there's a Mel Harris that I know as well. Who is and Mel I always, Harris? I always get them confused. But anyway, every single time I think in my head, is it Mel Robbins or Mel Harris? And I, Mel Harris is. You know, Are randomly, you talking about Kamala Harris? No. No, I would not quote Kamala Harris. I don't even Why? know if her name is Kamala, not Camilla. It is Camilla. No. You There's say different Camilla. Ways of I say Kamala. Okay. You say Why potato. You, Why, she's great. Why wouldn't you quote her? Because I like to quote certain people. I already <laughs> quoted one, the four agreements, <gasps> and I'm now quoting the other one, which is Mel Robbins. The five-second rule. Okay. And in five seconds, you need to act. And I, and I hope I've rubbed off on you and our list, listeners. You have. You totally Good. have. Uh, here's another one. Another O. Obviously funny. Obviously. You you provide me with some of the hardest laughs that I experience. That's good. And you what is better in, in life than to laugh? It, nothing. That's it. No, your dad was like that too. It's it. I love that about you. Thank you. I feel that it really gives me, uh, uh, boosts my immunity when I laugh. Yeah. And I hope to boost yours. And anyone listening to this right now. You definitely, you boost it. And T, moot. The last one is T, there for me. Aww. You're always there for me. I and will always for be the, there for you I, and, all, and your siblings. I am very grateful for that. And um, yeah, you're a very, you're an extremely caring person. And I, uh, 
you just des- you deserve all the love and care that that uh, you dole out, which is a shitload. So I I, um, I wanted to express that to you. Thank you very much. You don't have to even write a card now. That was beautiful. I love you, Moot. I love you too, son. And I hope very that sweet. Uh, I hope that everyone enjoys this episode where we will now go through my mother's book of fuck games day cougars. I think <laughs> at the time of this recording, I was also in a very frustrated mood. <laughs> I wasn't uh, really thinking about Mother's Day, uh, so you might uh, igno- you might find that I'm more aggressive than usual. So just uh, I don't know. I I don't know what to say about this. I am happy that you are being you, and if you are frustrated, you should be able to express yourself. And it's to me, it's sometimes it it, it it's your pref- a lot of it is your perfectionism. You you're some something that I don't have obviously because I screw up everything. But you're a very perfectionistic person, which I love because I know you're going to send out a quality email. You're going to send out, you're going to make quality decisions. I, I also wonder if, because I know I'm on the error, if it somehow makes me like have to, you know, turn it up or turn it on. And my, you know, my knee jerk reaction is to then create conflict or something to. No, I don't to think encourage so. some ca- humor no. or something. No, you don't. You don't look for things just to spice it up. You, you sometimes get frustrated, and it is a little bit of a, a shtick. It's um, more of a shtick, I'd what, say, because do I don't people, think if we're hanging out, I, I get that you know feisty frustrated. with you. Yeah. yeah. No, so but it's, and it's I, but like that's turning what, it on, you know. But that's what makes people laugh. They la- they laugh at that dynamic, and I don't want to. It's kind of a caricature, that. a little bit. It is. It is. It's like a, a overly frustrated. Um, you know, Larry David. Because the, uh, most of our interge- interactions are both of us just kind of, you know, consoling, Chill. consoling, chilling the, the other are. person. You know, most of our interactions that were like this morning when I, I wake up to this, <laughs> to, I call you to tell you something, but before I can even get that out, you're telling me you have Parkinson's. So, I decided because my mother is 88 years old. Oh, not 88. She's 87. She'll be 88 in a couple of weeks. But I decided because she has Parkinson's that I must have Parkinson's. And it's because you made like some offhand remark to me about three weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad we cleared that out. I'm glad we got we that Before we launch cleared. into Fuck Games Date Cougars. Date Cougars. Do we have any housekeeping to do? Like say that we got a new patron today? Yes. Jesse. Thank you, Jesse, for joining us <laughs> on Patreon. Patreon.com. Is there anything else you want to say yeah, I was going to say that I love you very much, and you're a great partner uh, as far as uh, my my co-host of Sex Talk with my mom. Oh, thank you, Moon. I love you very much, and I'm very grateful we can spend this much time together. Even if it is via Zoom. Yes, and even if it is a little hostile. <laughs> and even if it is a little anxiety-provoking, we yeah. still can make the light of it. All right. Enjoy uh, this little excerpt of Fuck Games Day Cougars. We are reading from my mother's newest book, Fuck Games Date Cougars, to give you a sense for what this manifesto is all about. What manifesto? Your book that you wrote. Oh, yeah. This is a a book for people of all ages and all sexes. And do you want to give us a little description of what's in it? Sure. And, And what inspired it? All right. Well, I think I'll read the back cover to you, and then you'll get an idea of everything, a little bit of everything here. At 47 years old, Karen Lee Potter found herself suddenly single. Well, hold on. Can I just ask you, did you just forget your last name? No. (laughs) Oh, I didn't. I just got a little stumbled with the wording, and I stopped calling me out on these things. No, this is definitely what this episode is going to be. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. Ready for Criticism 101. I asked I've, you if you wanted to read it ahead of time. This, you said consider no. Consider this the audiobook recording where I'm offering my own behind-the-scenes commentary. I would love to hear this. Okay. At 47 years old, Karen Lee Potter found herself suddenly single after being married for 24 years. Upon jumping into the dating world, she found the majority of men she l- jived with were considerably younger. Potter oh. wanted... What? What? I, I, I didn't know you jive. You jump and jive with these I, guys. Yes, I jive. I jived with younger men. Yeah. Potter wanted to explore this further, so she created a sex and dating talk show, which became extremely popular on YouTube with men eighteen to thirty-five who had a fascination with older women. In this book, Potter describes why a cougar, a term she redefined as a confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman, is so attractive to younger men and why the dynamic works so well. Karen Lee also shares her real-life personal anecdotes on dating 
and being in long-term relationships with younger men. And she candidly dishes hot tips in response to her audience's comments and questions on the ever-popular older women, younger men phenomenon. Wow. That sums it up. It sums it up, right? I have a few questions for you. Number one, did you write that? Yes, I did. Yes, your sister helped edit it. But it was interesting that you wrote in the third person, like, you know, this is some, someone was, you know, writing this for you. I like that. It makes yeah, it seem well, professional. That, that's what it's supposed to be. It's a professional back cover, Cam. Very professional. About okay, so, the author type of thing. Okay, so the other question I have is, why did you feel the need to write this book? Because I felt like I was getting the same questions every time I go on a live stream. Same comments for the last, since 2012. My so I Lord. figured that... So enough t- with it. Eight years yeah, of the I'll same questions. Yeah, I'll just sum it up in a book, and then yeah. everybody can read the book, and then stop asking me the same damn questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, there's a, another reason. Because I'm t- tired of the stigma that it's okay for, for example, the I think it's the premier, the president of, who is it, in, uh, of the UK. Anyway. The prime for, minister? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Right Whatever now. his name is. I forgot his name, but he, his wife or his fiance is pregnant. She's like 33 and he's 56. Now, no one has said one word about the fact that that's a huge age difference, right? This is but 23 it, or age difference? Or more. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. But I, And I'm not one to, to offer any judgments either. But the point is, why is that okay? Whereas if that was reversed... It would have been like a huge ordeal. Like that's what happened with the uh, the prime minister of France, Marcon. Yeah. Who's who's, a, who's in the Cougar, well, Cougar I think Cub relationship. Amaz- pretty amazing that a 56-year-old woman gave birth. That is true as well. Well, but I get the point and I appreciate the point. And I think you're an inspiration to us all. Thank you, son. I really, I, I feel that a, that's a compliment coming from you because you're a very critical human being at times. I'm critical? Yeah, you could be critical. <laughs> no, I think that this is a uh, an excellent, I like that you're you're pushing people to think again. Think out of the box. And, and is this because you've had wonderful experiences with younger men? Yes. It's kind of, it's just bizarre that when I went out into the dating world, the first, like, I, I, I couldn't even find guys my age that would hit on me. It was always younger, younger ones. They had a lot of, a lot more uh, cojones there you, you th- to walk yeah, up to Yeah, you me. think the, the older guys were just scared? I think the older guys were chicken. Yeah, I'd be scared as fuck. Really? Yeah, I mean, if I'm an older guy, I'm, I'm, I'm completely would- falling apart. My, you know, <laughs> I'm coming off of a marriage that went, you know, south. And well, that's another thing. And I thing. see this, this woman who's flaunting on her shit out. I could only imagine what, what you're wearing out there. What, flaunting her shit out. I, I've seen you. I've, I, I've seen you get dressed up and go out. It's a whole fucking spectacle. You know why? Why? I really believe that there is no expiration on being sexy. I think every woman should be able to be sexy and well into her whatever. My mother's age, eighties. So, I mean, I know at my age, I'm still intimidated by women who are who are so confident they dress sexy. I, I what am I going to go out to them at a bar? Now imagine. 20 years from now, I haven't been in the dating game for, for fucking 20 years. Now I'm going to, I had a relationship. Oy, that, now is that time I'm going to start getting my cojones together and do this. Yeah, and I, I write about all that and more in the book. Okay, there so are we'll chapters let, specifically dedicated to that. Let's that hear those issue. chapter titles. All right, here's, here, here's an example of the chapters, okay? I can't wait for this. Here we go. Chapter one is, what is a cougar? And I also delineate between um, if the chapter is dedicated to cougars or cubs or both. So in this oh, case, it. it's, it's, it's cougars so, and cubs. Okay, so this is really a book for the older women looking for the younger men or the younger men looking for the older women. Or just anyone who wants to gain confidence because the book is essentially about gaining confidence. All right, I, I could use it. You could use it and a lot of people... Do you think I could people... use it? Yes. <laughs> I think you use your clowning as a way of uh, defense mechanism. Thank you. To not get go up and talk to someone. So instead you do some clown-like things to get like attention. Like what? I've never done that. Yes, you have with your little clown-like friends that are fountains. The human oh, you fountains. think we're all pushing away women? With no, our, I don't think you're pushing spitting. away. I don't think you're pushing away, but I think that you use that as a way to not be yourself, mm. to attract women. And then you wonder why... You know, women who think that they're with some clown. 
Do you have a, ch- a chapter dedicated to this in the book? Yes. How not to be a clown and pick up women? Yes. How do cubs prepare for cougars? That's the cubs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So in the ch- okay, so I'll keep going. Chapter yeah. two: My cougar evolution. It's also for cubs and cougars. So it's it's. I wasn't always this this uh, confident woman. I was a very scared little kitten at, when I was younger. Aww. I was I was not a, I was not very confident then. And so there was an evolution that took place. And I think if you're going to be a cougar, you do have to at least have some life experience. I mean, did you went through the the, de- the murder of my father. That was a That's whole grieving true. process yes. that flipped your world upside down. I'm, give, yes. I'm sure it gave you some perspective. It gave me some. Now, does everyone need to go through something like that to have a transformation like the one that you're exper- you experienced? No, but almost all women or anybody, almost all people go through different phases of their lives, having children, having marriages or relationships that failed and things like that. So almost like, especially like divorces, this is a good book for older women because they probably have had, and and men too actually, but they probably at the end of their relationship had shitty sex. Mm. It's inevitable, right? They're going to have shitty fucking horrible sex. Now, they don't want to go right out of that relationship and jump into a long-term heavy-duty relationship. They just want to have fun have great sex, have companionship. That's what a widow's you're, awesome. You're all about the sex. When you get divorced, the first thing you want to do, it's like a second adolescence. You want to run out there and have great sex. Yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen after this quarantine. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, feel, I, I think I'm just going to go through an adolescence over here. I think you're going to go wild. Although, yeah. honestly, I was thinking today, I was doing yoga and I was thinking about it today. I, I don't think anything is going to change with me. You're going to try. See, I don't see myself. I don't even... Th- I can't even see myself in a relationship. Okay, let's not jump the gun. Let's. Just and so why are we having sex with these strangers then? You don't have to have sex with a stranger. All you do is have to like be open-minded. Open-minded. I'm, very, I'm extremely open-minded. Why don't you think of it? That's my, why I think... My mind is so fucking open. It's like the wind, the wind is flowing through. The fucking curtains are bl- breezing everywhere. That's well, how that's, open my mind is. This is why this book is good for you. Yeah. Because there are chapters to get your mind just into a good, open um, frame of mind where you're not looking to have like a relationship with someone, which is why you might want to go with an older woman who's just like coming off a divorce and she just wants to have fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So keep going, mother. Sorry to interrupt. I think you'd be good with a cougar. You've told me so many goddamn times and you've tried to set me up with your friends. Uh, that has not worked. But my friends are, are a little too old for you at this point. All right. Why do cubs love cougars? This is for cubs. Why? I, I and I and go through a whole checklist. For example, I will give you a, an example of a checklist here. Why do cougs love cougar? Page twenty-three. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, where's page twenty-three? Oh, here's page twenty-three. Okay. Do you want to take the cougar cub quiz? Yeah, I'd love to take the cougar cub take quiz. Take this. 25-question quiz to find out if you're a true cougar lover. Keep track of how many statements you answered as true. Have you, one, felt an attraction to one or more of your mom's friends? Why are you looking up in the air? I don't think so. Okay. Two, found that your favorite female celebrities are Halle Berry, Madonna, J-Lo, or Christy Brinkley? No. I don't think you're a cougar lover. Three, (laughs) had a sexual experience with an older woman and want a repeat? No. Thought about hanging out backstage with Madonna rather than Miley Cyrus. What the fuck is going on with Madonna over there? She's she's a cougar. I probably she's... would want to hang out with Madonna over Miley Cyrus. All right, there you go. Thought about hooking up with an older woman is more exciting than a younger conquest. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Six, hated playing mind games with women. Hated playing mind games with them? Yes. Okay. That's one of the main reasons that younger guys like older women, because they don't like the mind games mm-hmm. that younger women have. Oh, I can't stand s- it. I, can't, yeah. I, I won't handle it. This is why you should be with a cougar. Number mm-hmm. seven, enjoyed being a, the student in the bedroom. Meh. Disliked insecure or needy women. Yes. Enjoyed being with an independent woman. Yes. Found crow's feet on a woman's eye sexy. Uh, um, I, I don't think it's ever crossed my mind, sexy okay. or not. <laughs> 
Search Where did for that one? What the fuck happened? What happened with that question? That is a good question because as you find that attractive, as opposed to like, eh, that's an old lady. I can't be with her. Oh, it would never dawn on me to, to, that it would be a, a repulsive thing. Okay. Search for cougar milf porn. Nope. Been told you have an old soul more than once. Yes. That I know for sure applies to you. Because you fucking tell me that on a daily basis. You how how many of soul. these do you have to answer cor- yes before you... You, um, you I, will find out in a minute. Just oh don't my God. jump the gun. I, are you keeping track? I can't wait. Yes. Okay. Thought about approaching an older woman rather than a younger one in a bar? No. No. Loved confident women? Yes. You found conversations with older women more stimulating than with younger women? Mm, sometimes, yes. Like someone who's experienced in the bedroom. Yes. Found younger women to be less nurturing than older women. You really are anti-younger women is what this, this is, is turning this out. Is, this is not a younger... I'm not anti-younger This is a younger, younger woman. woman bashing. No, it is not. Really fuck games, date cougars, and just screw <laughs> the younger women. I'm telling you why I have this quiz. It's I'm going to write delineate. the sequel. I'm going to write it? the sequel to the book. <laughs> fuck younger... Play fuck. the games. Fuck, fuck cougs. <laughs> fuck older women. Uber lube. Uber lube. Okay, Cam. What's our favorite lube? Uber lube. What do you like to use when you're dry as fuck? Uber lube. How do you handle being alone for months on end without any fucking <laughs> stimulation to your penis or vulva? Uber lube. People that are my age and at any age, actually, but especially my age, it could, it could end up being like the Sahara Desert down there. <laughs> a little dry. You need a little lube. Because you know what? Wetter is better. Uberlube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant. It is our favorite lube because it's just a little silicone with a little vitamin E. Let me tell you why I love it. Because you can use it for oral, vaginal, or anal. It's latex compatible, so shove your <laughs> dick in a condom and use it on your dick. <laughs> and it's not like a thick layer of juicy shit. It's just like a nice thin <laughs> layer you put on your skin. It, dis- and it doesn't leave a sticky residue, which I like. And there's no flavor or scent. And right now they're offering Sex Talk With My Mom listeners a special offer. 10% off and free shipping when you use our code MOM, M-O-M, at uberlube.com. It's our very favorite lube. That's 10% off and free shipping. Just use code MOM at UBERLube.com. Can you want me to continue? I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. Uh, consider yourself to be shy and yearn for someone to help, quote, open you up. Yeah. Thought old. There's no answer. Yeah. It's either <laughs> yes or no. Can you repeat that one? Have you ever thought younger women didn't seem to get you? Oh, that was a different one. Have you ever considered yourself to be shy and yearn for someone to help, quote, up, open you up, end quote? No. Have you ever thought younger women don't seem to get you? No. No. Preferred hanging out in hotel lounges to frat bars when looking to pick up women? Yes. But the, wanted, who wanted wants so- the frat bars? <laughs> wanted, wanted someone who wouldn't judge you? Yes. Mom, these... This is... All right. So basically, you get the idea. And the, yeah, I got uh, the idea. And there are, I've got two more. A few more. <laughs> Wanted to focus on your career and okay. not feel obligated to the demands of a relationship. Yes. There you go. Not wanted kids right now? Yes. We know that. Although that. after this quarantine, I'm ready to start popping them out. All right. And 24, found that older women understand you better than younger ones? Mm, yes. And 25, the last question. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just preferred cougars to kittens. In general, like the actual animal? No. What the fuck? No. What? what? I don't understand that question. Have you ever, in general, found you liked cougars over kittens? I wouldn't say so, no. All right, so if you have five or more, you're cougar curious. (laughs) Okay? If you're 10 or more, you're a cougar lover. Fifteen or more, you're a cougar hunter, and twenty or more, you're a full-fledged cub. So I think I I'm a cougar you, lover. You're a cougar lover, probably. Yeah, yeah. All right, so there you go. You you take your quiz. Wow. You and so what happens if if you end up in the in the under five category? Then what are you? You're a kitten lover. Under five is. Uh, you should just burn the book. Yeah, you basically go back to uh, the the rules or whatever that that, that book was. She's just not that into you, or one of those books. The game? 
the game, the rules, whatever they're called. <laughs> I don't know. Go back to one of those. Books. I would like you to read me a passage from this book, Mother. Okay. I want to hear the wisdom that's well, in it. What should I tell my friends about my older girl? That's a question I've been asked before. Mm-hmm. I answered by some younger men don't share their cougar cub relationships with friends for fear of being razzed or teased. If your friends are insecure and enjoy making fun of you, keep your cougar preferences to yourself. If they are supportive and are empathic friends that you can confide in and feel safe sharing your feelings or experience with, then go for it. Who's going to make fun of you for liking an older woman? Oh, a lot. A lot of guys. They, that's what they do. They, they make that's fun what of you. They because do. They, if you have a preference, they, they make fun you of you. Because they're going to tell you, oh, there goes so-and-so. He's going after the old broads. Are you, you, the old broads? Are they? Are your YouTubers saying that they're made fun of by their dude friends? Yes. They, a really? Lot of them, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of they them ask never, me questions like, what do I do? What do I say? Mind. A lot of them are nervous. Of what are they going to say to their parents? Or what are they going to say to their their jil- adult children? You know, People get nervous about what people think. And they, a lot of older women are nervous about what younger men are going to, I mean, you know, what their friends are going to think about the younger guy. Here's a question. What, first of all, what if you want children? In, that in, is the in, only game-changing, no-compromise question. If you want children, you shouldn't go for cougars. You should go for the kittens, the fertile kittens. No. If you want children, you right from the get-go express that to the person you're with and say this is probably just going to be a casual relationship oh. as opposed to a long-term devoted relationship like for example Dee's and i when i met him i said the first night the very first night i said if you want kids you're barking up the wrong tree baby because this is a barren wasteland no it wasn't a barren wasteland when i met him i was in my <laughs> 40s jesus christ cam no it wasn't so a barren it was wa- just that you were you had chosen i'm over my my baby making years i am way past that and as a matter of fact i think i'd jump off the fucking bridge if i was pregnant yeah so yeah so, three kids is enough for me all right what's the most frequently asked question that you answer in the book that's a good question it's where do i find a cougar where is it do you write I have this in a the book? Whole, I have a whole chapter dedicated to where to find cougars. Okay, look at me a little and also, I don't need I'm a 25 li- fucking No, you don't need a questionnaire, here. but I will tell you, in every chapter, there's a, a guy going by the name of Casa Neil, and he is a self-described cougar lover who... Um, he's, has, he's like his, me, his, he's a cougar lover. No, he's a, he's a full-fledged cub. He, he has some great inspiration to offer in every single chapter. So, for example, where did... I'm going to read his his answer to that question rather than my own because I go into different tips like grooming is essential and I tell personal stories. Shout out to Manscaped. A Manscaped. little Manscaped. Yep. All Use right. promo code sex talk. Here is just a quick one from Casa Neil. It's about grooming, how to prepare for if you're going to go out with an older lady. He said, he should be well-groomed. I always say go business casual. Again, it depends on the establishment and researching beforehand, but I always like to overdress and under then be underdressed. For example, even when I dress casual, I look professional. Sharp is my personal look. For an introverted person, a good trick is to talk to strangers during the day. I used to make myself talk to at least three random people, not servers or bank tellers, and start up a conversation with them about anything. This broke me out of being shy and gave me confidence to approach older women. women See, in this general. is a very different mentality than... Say me the the kitten lover. Yes. When I go out with people my age, I'm not dressing business casual. Why not? I'm dressing fucking barely clothed. Is no, you're you're also dressing clown like. Why? Wearing weird girl like clothing sometimes. Your friends are wearing jackets that I think I wore in sixth grade. I'm talking dates. I'm talking me going out. I, I don't know what on you look a hinge like on a date, date or something like that. Yeah. What did yeah, you used just, to wear? Just what we used to. Well, you don't go on any dates right now because we're quarantined. Where you where you do? Where I still are you going? my virtual dates. I, I uh, dress up. You have had virtual dates? No, I, but I it, had but one virtual. I had one virtual date, and then I had a. Uh, I went on a quarantinder event. A quarantinder event. What the hell is that? That sounds kind of fun, actually. That's like a Zoom. Up? It was a Zoom with me, ten women, and one other dude. Wow! And it was supposed to you, they broke put us in breakout rooms where you can talk to one or two at a time. It's like this a speed fun. dating thing. It was yeah. fun. It was great. Did you meet anybody? I met some a lot of people. Meet anybody that was po- no. uh, prospective dates outside of quarantine? Are you supposed to like wait till after quarantine then to get to 
to know them better. No, you're supposed to continue. No, because then afterwards, you're given a survey with the person's picture and their name, and you ch- check the ones that you wanted to get to know as friends and one as, as romantically. Wow. And then and then they'll set you up in an email if it, if there's a match. This is this sounds great. Isn't that a phenomenal thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah they were all so? much younger than me, so I, it didn't it didn't make sense. See, because you are a cougar lover. I'm a cougar lover, I guess. Or at least a person my own age lover. She's, you're fucking hawking this book on me. Holding the book up. It looks very cool. I got to tell you, this Katie Fischel did the artwork. She is amazing. She has an um, Instagram page called Sex is Weird. Yeah. You check her out. She, she was on our podcast. She's she hilarious. She's on our podcast. She's funny. And she did a beautiful cover and back cover for me. Very I, happy. You know, honestly, I thought that when we were reading through this, we were going to come up with some gold, some like, you know, oh my, like my dad wrote a porno type shit where I, I would be able to make fun of you for for the, the shit that you're saying in this book. But it's all... It's all logical and, um, you know, I can't really make, I can't tear it down because it's pretty good stuff. There's a lot of wisdom in there. That's sweet. That's very nice. Well, it's actually making for a very um, boring episode, in my opinion. Oh, thank you very much. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's it's a boring episode. It's more serious. All right. You want me to go? I'll go find some, some entertainment for you. Should we read some of these guys' comments? Sure. Okay. This is from the Cougar Cub Files. You love this Cougar Cub Files. This is the, your version of the X Files? Yeah. Is this? Yeah, I guess. I never watched the X Files. I never watched it either, so I don't even know what the reference is. Here's one that says, All my respect for you, lady. I understand you don't like old folks, bald, fat, and with old penis. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Uh, I did not say any of the. He made those up. <laughs> he, my girlfriend is 10 years older than me and she has been my best girlfriend so far i hope we will last till the end okay? what do you think he's gonna last till the end or no you know the, the thing that kills me is when i get the question do you think that at a certain age the younger guy is going to dump the older woman like what happened with demi moore demi moore no i don't think that i think he was just a fucking ashton was a goddamn cheater and that's why they broke up not because of their age difference mm. it irritates me um <laughs> Did you, have you ever felt in your relationship with Dee's? Yes. Because much younger than you. Yes. That there's an immaturity or like a, 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 a discrepancy because of the age difference? Not because of the age difference. Personality difference. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So this could have happened at any age that you guys have a discrepancy there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That makes sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. In fact, Sometimes yeah. you can find an old soul guy like you that's in their, you know late 20s early 30s but there should be a woman old soul late 20s early 30s too yeah but sometimes it works out differently like for you it might be better to be with another one who knows if i even want an old soul you might want a young one like mine to balance me out i don't need to be in the clouds all day my guy is a very young spirit i've got a young spirit so they it's it works but i could see where sometimes it could balance you out to have someone who's really young and goofy Yep, that's exactly right. See, I think if a spirit is like not a number, the numbers don't matter. I, I agree with that. Although I also think that uh, self-work, going to therapy, you know, that type of shit comes that helps. With, ti- with, yeah. with time yeah. and, and, you know. Yeah, I agree with you about the self-help and all. I, I, part of me wonders if you like the younger cubs because you, you can become more of a nurturing mother character for them. Um, you can fill that role. No, 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 no. I just feel like they're they have more joie de vivre. They have like a young, like a more fun, like less like when you were saying initially about the baggage, emotional baggage. Like I went out with a guy. I didn't even go out with him actually. I met him at a bar. We start talking. I said, "What do you? You know, inevitably, what do you do for a living?" Blah blah blah. He's like, "Right now, I'm unemployed. I'm waiting for my dad to die so I inherit his business." That's no fun. This is this is the kind of question. So what the fuck would I want to be going out with that dude for? That's yeah. just bad I, news. I also think I think that you found in you've told me that the guys, a lot of guys your age, are kind of a more of a old world mentality, where the, you know the oh. men were more of the focus and in, in, totally, and they have more power know. and control with money. And that doesn't bo- that doesn't work well with your fucking liberated ass personality. That's right. That's right. I don't like so some guy to I, control me with that money. I mean, say that younger men my age are a little more open-minded to that, a little more feminist. Yeah. 
then that kind of goes out the window. Then the women my age don't necessarily need to go for younger men who are more in that direction. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens when the, the guys your age get older. Maybe they start using that as a weapon again, the money. You don't have any yeah. friends of yours who are in a relationship where it's like the guy makes all the money and the girl doesn't? And No. I don't have a lot of... You don't have well, a lot of friends? All <laughs> my, you know, it's interesting. All my friends in San Francisco are in very committed, if not married, relationships. And my friends in Los Angeles are dating around mostly well, what do you why why do you what do you make of that uh my friends down here are younger i'm typically the uh elder I'm statesman the, I'm, I'm the elder statesman of the pack and i think in san francisco the culture they value that nesting more as opposed to in la where it's more of like a transient city a lot of uh, oh yeah yeah like you if know, you're in the middle of on, yeah on their very um, careers, ris- risky careers, as opposed to in San Francisco, they're all in tech. Yeah, they're so in tech. All, they got a ton of money. There's and, less risk in terms. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that you can generalize and say that about a lot of different cities. Certain cities are more singles oriented, and certain ones are yeah. more couples. And you know, if you're living on a farm, it's better to be in a marriage, I would think. Yeah, mom, I I don't see myself in a relationship at all. Okay. Well, where do we start? Do you, I don't know. Is there a chapter in there that says what happens when you completely <laughs> thought that no relationship is going to be satisfying? Here we go again. Uh, Cam, you just have to like let it happen. You can't be looking for it. It just has to like happen when it happens. So why do you write the book? The book is for people who are already hung up. Like, like a lot of them can't figure out like, what am I doing wrong? I want to meet an older woman specifically. You know, that's... Or, or I'm an older woman, and how do I meet younger guys? Or what? I'm just curious about that whole dynamic. Or what if I don't have any confidence at all? The book is there for you. You have confidence. You're just too picky. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? You always say that's interesting, but I say it all the time, and you're like, oh, yeah, I am too picky. I don't think I'm too picky. What do you think? I'm just one day I'm just – I think it's going to happen naturally that I become someone, you know. Yeah, you meet someone, on, and you're going to love her warts and all. You're going to you know, go I, through all that whole trimester theory. You're going to be like, oh, she's gaga. She's great. She's fantastic. She's the best thing that ever walked the faces there. And then you all of a sudden see her little flaws. Little, her crow's feet. Her little crow's feet, her little warts and all. And you say, hmm, do I want to stick with her? She, if she's got a compulsive, you know, I don't know. I was going to say compulsive, uh, some addiction that she's not getting help for. Like she's more, like addicted to crystal meth or something. You figure that out. Then you might want to break up. But if so, not, you could stick with her and try to work on these things. Yeah. I find value in being in a relationship. It just hasn't, you know, developed naturally. And I don't think, it, I, you know, I, this has been an interesting week for me because I think I've been very depressed the past couple of weeks. Even in this new place, maybe it's because of the new place I'm acclimating. Um, today was the first day I felt back to normal, like I'm, I'm positive about life, you yeah. know. And despite, you know, my belief that you can kind of choose to be in a more optimistic state of mind, one that's more open and free, I couldn't do it the past couple of weeks. Right. And then today, it just naturally happened. The, I, it, the cloud I, I, has lifted. The cloud lifted. It could be because I got a full night's sleep last night. Could be. It could be because I've, I finished a lot of the work that was weighing on my mind. Could be. It could be excited about doing this podcast. I woke up sprightly thinking about the podcast. I did yeah. some, And then it inspired me to then to do yoga, which made me feel even better, which yeah. then led me to have a call with people that I didn't typically call. I, and if you so, give a moose a muffin, he'll probably want some jam. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much of our lives can actually like you say you got to be more open-minded or, or i think it just is going to happen have to happen naturally i don't think i it's think that's be what i that, said already oh okay i said it's going to happen have to happen naturally when you least expect it something so why do i bother with the fucking hinge and well because check the hinge i don't know because i think it's worth a shot i mean it's the way you're gonna it's like you can't meet you're gonna miss every shot you don't take okay you're not gonna meet someone sitting in your goddamn house over there with the Makeshift skylight lamp closed <laughs> off. So it's basic. You're, what you're saying is that you kind of have to. It's kind of like fishing. Yes. You you got to put the pole in the water, but yeah. then you just got to be patient till something 
Something bites. Nibbles. But no one's going to be nibbling if there's no pole in the water. I got to get the pole in the water. And and stick your dick to... in the water. I'm sticking the dick in the water. <laughs> stick your and dick I guess in the right water. Th- right now, that is basically just me on corn, tinder, and hinge. I mean, you can't put pressure on yourself to find someone when you're quarantined by yourself in a house. How are you going to find somebody? I naturally? feel the same. I, I this is I'm having the same success rate as when I do in completely free of quarantine. Well, I bet our listeners are also understanding that the same dilemmas that you're going through. Maybe okay. So, do you want to get back to any parts of yeah, the book? Yeah, I was going to. I thought that if you want to get some more funny parts. I had to school somebody, you know, frequently I get these dick pics. So I got tired of it. And I said, don't send dick pics. There are various reasons that guys want to have their penises evaluated by a woman, especially an older seasoned cougar. I've discussed this many times with men and some just want reassurance that their dick is quote unquote normal. Whereas others want the wow factor when a woman sees their erect monster dick. No matter what the reasoning behind texting or messaging a dick pic, just don't do it. And then I give an example. <laughs> and the example is this: someone sent me a, I don't know how they were able to send a text message, but, but they sent me a text, okay? So this guy goes, what do you think of the picture at least? And I said, I'm going to try to help you because you're probably a nice guy, but not knowing the law. So here goes. I'm going to school this guy. Oh, my fuck. If you send an unsolicited dick pic, you're sexually harassing me, and you shouldn't do that to me or anyone who doesn't specifically ask you for one. An apology would be welcome. Fucking put him in his place. He goes, I'm sorry. I said, thank you. And he said, I'm 18. I didn't mean to. I'm just a dumb. Oh, dumb. he's I don't know. just a dumb. He's just a dumb. So... There he's you a go. little dumb dumb. He's a little dumb dumb. He's a little eighteen year old dumb dumb who didn't he's realize. He's an eighteen year old dumb dumb, and he wants to know if his penis is nice. Yeah. Do you, I never do you, had that inclination. Yeah, I was going to say never in you, my life. Have you sent dick pics? No. So, I can't even send someone a picture of my shirt <laughs> off. <laughs> have you been Have you been on the receiving end of a vagina pic? Yes. Really. I've, I've, I've I did not know pics. this. Oh, are, are these from people you knew, dated, or are they random strangers? Actually, on second thought, vagina pick. Vulva pick. I don't think I've ever received a vulva pick. No. I've seen, there's been very, a lot of permission, like a lot of, I think a lot of boobs and a lot of asses. Oh, look at you, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Boob and Ass. Mom, my final question to you is, what is the single most valuable piece of wisdom you put into that Fuck Games Date Cougars book? If you want to find a confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, amazing woman, the single most important thing you need to do is go inside and become a very confident person. You, you need have to, to reflect what you want. You to have receive. to be confident. If you want to get someone confident, you have to be I, confident in and, yourself. And again, and, I, don't you think that confidence is one of those naturally occurring thing mindsets? No. no. What? I don't think it's natural for most people, actually. I think it's a, it's a gradual evolution. Like you said, a lot it's of self-work. It's a self conscious work. choice. It's a conscious choice. It's a lot of self-work inside and outside. You know, there's, there's no excuse for you not doing the work. It's not expensive. You can do it by a, right now. There's a million my, ways. My therapy is free right now. You can, you can read books on therapy, but it's not just therapy. It's physically. No, no. I'm saying I'm my therapist. I know. I'm not talking about my fucking therapy book, which I'm finishing. I'm talking about it all. People need to, if you want to attract something, you've got to be attractive first. You know, you're not going to. You have to be attracted to yourself? Yes. You've got to be the most confident you can be inside and outside, and then you will attract the same thing back. How do you do that? Through a lot of work. Like you said, okay, let's start mentally what you can do. You could go to the therapist. You could read books on therapy. You can watch a million YouTube videos um, on how to become more confident and how to become more independent. Get out of your parents' basement if you're living there. Become financially self-sufficient. Maybe not in this time, but you know, usually you can find a job that you can make yourself at least independent so you don't have to bring a woman back to your, your parents' garage or Get away from the video games. Get away from sitting around and smoking weed and, and eating pizza. 
And here's what I'm thinking. That you got to just become uh, 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 the best you could be. Here's what I here's what I'm thinking, mother. There's a lot of reasons why people learn to dislike themselves. You know, it could be like you got touched by your uncle when you were yeah. a little girl or something like that, you know? Yeah. And so, it, or it could be, you know, some guy told you you got a small dick when you were in seventh grade basketball class or some shit like that. Yep. And so, I think that, you know, even, even if you're, you have a great body or if you have a great f- career, you can still be not having the confidence that you want to be exuding. This is true. That's why you have and to do work on yourself. And so that's why it's a person. That's why I think it's a it's more personal, personal approach. It's not personal. Uh, Everybody I, can do work. Yeah. So it's not personal. You may have hit, experienced all those traumas that you were talking about, but if you are going to allow them to rule you, you will never be able to move on as a human being and grow. Is a personal work then just therapy? Some sort of therapy, they're through some method, get it into your head. It could be, like I tell everybody that comes on my live stream, take a post-it note every day, write something positive about yourself and put it on your bathroom mirror. And at the end of the week, you have seven post-it notes of, great, of something positive about yourself. So you start feeling a little bit more confident, a little bit about it, better about yourself. Yeah. It doesn't have I to think... be like, you don't have to go into transcendental therapy. You know, you Med- don't have, meditation. You don't have to go into that. You can just do some self work. There's, there's no reason in this day of information that you can't read and talk to people and watch videos and listen to podcasts about how to make yourself a better person. There's no reason. It's so it's it maybe in the back in the day when there was only a few outlets for that, but now it's it's everywhere. Here's another idea I want to throw into the mix. There's this idea of entering flow state. You know what that is? No. Is this the porcupine book? No, no, this is nothing to do with the porcupine book. When you're really in in the moment with whatever you're doing, it could be like, uh, so, so for example, I remember someone, one of my teachers discussing flow state and, and equating it to what rowers call glide. Basically, when you're- Like in the groove. When you're so in the groove, the actual boat will come off the water and it won't actually be touching the water. It'll be just cruising. It's cruising. So- it's when you're, comp- but it can only happen when everyone's in, in in touch with each other, in sync, and completely out of their mind. You know, they're just very present in the moment. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> so I think that the presence in whatever you're doing, it could be chopping, chopping wood. It could be uh, cooking. It could be painting. When you're in those moments of flow. It it somehow drills in you that you are good at something that you are that you are um, worthy of you know your own time basically which I think can then develop your own self love and and then confidence right and that is not necessarily uh, working on yourself in the way that we typically think of working on yourself it is just doing what you're naturally gifted and loved to do. And then you end up developing a confidence from that. So that's following your gut, your intuition. Yeah. The way I guess there's a lot of approaches to this confidence question. Yeah, yeah. But I think that if there's one tip that I would say you can get out of the book, it's how to grow that confidence within yourself. I love that. Thank All right. You. Mother, this has been a very fun exploration of Fuck Games Day. Cougars, I'm sorry. I appreciate- it wasn't as, as, as ridiculous as you thought it was going to be. I know. I actually am proud of you. I you think might want to read fucking, this book. I would like to read this book. I think it's a dope-ass book. I think I can give you a copy of it, and I'll sign it for you, too. And will you give our patrons a copy of it? As a matter of fact, I'll give a digital copy to anybody that joins our Patreon, patreon.com slash mom at a $10 tier and up because the book is $10. You get to join our Patreon and you get a free book. I've already sent out quite a few to different people that have been our patrons who said, I'm at the $10 level. I'm actually went from a $5 to a $10 level to get to that tier so I can get that book. So and it also means that you can have it access to our monthly zoom and mom we, if people want to buy your book in the flesh go to sextalkwithmymom.com yep it's right there under swag underneath the swag tab yep i love that we also All right. have, we also have t-shirts and people have been buying them and we've been posting the pictures on instagram fuck yes and they look hot as hell it's so, so i highly recommend them sextalkwithmymom.com you guys thank you for listening i hope that you Use some of the tips that we talked about during this podcast episode and make yourself the cougar that you have within.
And I just want to thank everyone who's been leaving us a rating and review. It really, really helps us out. And you can do that at ratethispodcast.com slash mom. I think we got to sing them out, Mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and writing a book about cougaries. The Cougs book. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that that little romp with Moot. Little romp with Moot and Bruce. Please share this with a friend. Really appreciate it. Love you to the moon. Love you. Bye. Bye. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 